1: Welcome everybody to the very first It's My Wrestling Podcast q and I am, as always, your host Chris Dees. Before we get started, as always, please make sure you hit the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube, the follow button, wherever you get your audio platforms, wherever you're listening, iTunes, Apple, wherever it might be. So, as I said, yep, yeah, today's a Q&A. Never done one of these before. I've been joined by my very good friend um, from WrestleBuddy, Mr. Andy Loverley. Um, before we get started, mate, you, you want to introduce yourself, tell people what you do, what you do over at WrestleBuddy. WrestleBuddy is awesome. I know I've only just started plugging my own show, but Buddy is awesome.
2: Um, yeah, guys, all I do is I write over on WrestleBuddy. I do a top five list of whatever pops into my head. I also do AEW Dynamite takeaways every week. Um, we do interviews, we do weekly podcasts, quizzes as well. I've also got my own channel, Wrestle- Transatlantic Wrestling Talk, with my friend Dale, American lad, and obviously I'm a Brit, and the two of us just have our weekly chat on that as well, so pretty active all over the place, Chris. Yeah, man,
1: awesome. It's good to see, I, like I say, WrestleBuddy always seem to have the fingers in lots of pies. You've got loads of guys working there, haven't you? And just all yeah. good guys. Jimmy, Jimmy Bebe is always, oh, on, always on the podcast
2: yeah As I say Brilliant. we're all just a lot of wrestling fans who all come together yeah. and make some good stuff going on That's
1: A good good group of people um and thank you for joining me today mate um, like I said it's the first Q&A that I've done don't know how it's gonna go I put out a tweet a few days ago just asking people to drop whatever questions they wanted wrestling or not wrestling serious or not serious I thought I'd bring you along for the ride just to get a bit of a different perspective rather than just me straight up answering loads of questions you know, mm-hmm. that might be a bit boring, so be good to get <laughs> your perspective, see if we agree or don't agree and have a bit of, just have a bit of a laugh about it, you know? Yeah. So let's let's get into it. I'm going to, I'll put the tweets up once this actually goes out. The tweets will be showing up there. Give a shout out to everybody who asked a question and thank you, everybody who did ask a question. I really appreciate it. Uh, so we am going to start off with my good friend, Mr. Jordan Homer, who has been a long, long time follower. A uh, long-time subscriber of the channel, so thank you, Jordan. Uh, he asked, "What would be your dream WWE versus AEW Survivor Series full card?" Um, so now, a bit of a bit of a long-winded one. Thank you, Jordan, <laughs> to start off with. <laughs> um, I had to write these down because, like, I, I, it, with it being a full card, I didn't want to get flustered and, and not know what I was doing off the top of my head. Um, I think pretty obviously at the top of the card, you've got to have Roman versus Kenny. Roman Reigns versus Kenny Omega, the two poster boys of each company. I think that just makes sense. Um, I would have the Usos versus the Lucha Bros or the Young Bucks. Like, the Usos versus the Young Bucks, for me, is a dream match. As a as a lifelong tag team wrestling fan, that's the match I want to see. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I'm, I'm hopeful that it'll happen one day. There's been a lot of talk about it. You know, whether you like the Bucks or you don't like the Bucks, they're still one of the best tag teams in the world. Whether you like their style and their flippy shit and all the ballet and recitals that they do, they're still very, 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 very good at what they do. Um, My mid-card title versus mid-card title, I've gone for Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sammy Guevara. Just two unbelievably talented guys who should be at the top of of any any card, at the top of any promotion. I think Sammy is going to run AEW one day. Um, I can definitely see him getting the world title at some point. Uh, Big E versus Will Hobbs. Because just imagine the fucking carnage. Two big meaty men dumping meat, you know, just tearing the house down. Um, MJF versus Seth Rollins, two of the best heels in the game, and I just think their styles would mesh really, really well. Um, We've got Britt Baker versus Becky Lynch. Again, I just think that makes sense. Probably the two most over women in all of wrestling at the moment, certainly from their respective companies, maybe you could make the argument for Thunder Rosa. But I think Brit has done a hell of a job as champion. Um,
2: probably potentially put Thunder with uh, Bianca Belair, two rising stars together.
1: Um, well, funnily enough, my next match is (laughs) is Bianca versus Thunder Rosa. (laughs) Um, Honestly, (laughs) honest to God, it is. I'm not just saying that, (laughs) um, and then rounding the card off with probably the match of the night, AJ Styles versus CM Punk or Adam Cole. Wasn't too sure on that. I was torn. Couldn't do a triple threat because you'd have two from one company and one from another. Um, so yeah, that's my. That's only a small card. Um, Survivor Series, normally about nine or ten matches. So I think mm-hmm. that's pretty That's pretty decent. There's a lot of yeah. match of the year potential there. So what, what would you go for?
2: Uh, do you know what, mate? I'd probably go for the same. The only difference is I'd probably say is I would potentially do the hair business versus the Dark Order. Okay, I yeah, yeah, that, yeah. You know, if we're, if we're going down the Survivor Series kind of route, I'd probably do that one. Um, I would say... I would probably potentially say if the if, if this was a one-off, you've got to do Omega versus Reigns. If it's not going to be a one-off, I'd have the um, Elite versus the Bloodline in a you know, in like a kind wow. of Survivor Series-style yeah. match as well.
1: Yeah, that'd be all right, wouldn't
2: it? Yeah. Um, apart from that, I'd probably say you've probably got a spot on there, mate. I'd probably maybe throw in Hangman, there, yeah,
1: wait to get hangman in,
2: but it's where who are you gonna put him with, you yeah. Know, that's it. I'd maybe say Miz, maybe, yeah, you know, because obviously Miz yeah. is a dick, isn't he? And hangman's obviously the over baby face, um, obviously. Like
1: fantasy booking is great, but I mm. maybe social media has done this to me over the years since being a kid, but. I try and look at things a little bit too like realistically and i look at these matches yeah. and i think oh shit, that'd be brilliant this would be brilliant that'd be amazing who wins like how do you book it because people have always said ah oh, if these two companies came together it makes such an amazing survivor series such an amazing one-off show it'd be like when ring of honor and new japan have come together but mm. but neither company is going to want their guy to lose so like no. No. penny versus roman
0: <clears throat>
1: you know who wins who wins out of the usos and, and the Luchas or the Young Bucks is, it's impossible. It's impossible. That's yeah. why, that's why I struggled with Hangman. Cause I thought, you know, put them against someone like the Miz. Yeah.
2: Oh, or do you know, potentially you could put them with Damian Priest. If you're just looking at it from a solid yeah. wrestling match, that'd be a good wrestling match, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I think if you put him with someone like MJF, um, sorry, if you put him with somebody like the Miz, if they had that like really realistic, honest talk, if Tony Khan and Vince McMahon came together and like, right, how are we going to book this? The Miz would lose, wouldn't he? You'd, you'd, no, 100%. I don't think Vince would be too upset to say, yeah, yeah, you can have Paige beat no. beat The Miz. The Miz is an old hand. He's been in this for years. He's been putting people mm. over forever. But the rest of that card, like Britt or Becky. I know. In a straight up match, I, I would book it. Roman to beat Kenny. The Usos to win whoever they are against. Sammy to beat mm. Nakamura. Big E to beat Will, Will Hobbs. MJF probably to beat Seth. Yeah. Becky beats it's... Britt. Bianca beats Rosa adam cole beats aj yeah i yeah. want to throw finn in there as well fuck it it's impossible thanks yeah. jordan <laughs> great, thanks question, that, mate.
2: great question great
1: great way to start
2: <laughs> yeah, i think i think that could be a whole podcast on its own couldn't it
1: yeah yeah <laughs> it could like book it from top to bottom fantasy yeah. bucket why who yeah 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 might build, well,
2: build, like. build up to it how you're going to build the matches so yeah. the outcomes and they going forward
1: that's a couple of hours that episode no, a... easily
2: <laughs> <there all> day. <laughs> it's probably a new, a new five part series or something
1: <laughs> <laughs> do an episode per match fuck it <laughs> um, right Jordan awesome thank you for the question buddy um, moving on to the next one we got Book The World who asked if you had to merge five single stars from AEW and WWE together to make one world title picture who would it be um I like this question good question yeah. I'm going to remove anybody who's already a world champion um mm-hmm. just make it completely fresh completely new um this was a pretty easy one I'll be honest I threw together MJF Seth Rollins Keith Lee Johnny Gargano and Ridge Holland mm-hmm. just to have somebody like completely completely new I think um mm-hmm. I think Ridge Holland's going to be going to be going to be doing good things over on
2: SmackDown.
1: Yeah. What about you, mate? What would your What would your five be from both companies together in
2: one picture? So, in one picture, I'd probably go for MJF, hundred percent. Hangman. Yeah. I think um, it's one of the most obvi baby faces in the industry <laughs> at the moment. On the flip side of it, I'd probably go for Kofi because Kofi always makes, you know he's not going to win, but he's going to make people look good because that's yeah, what he yeah, does. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I probably be for Seth Rollins in there because again, I feel like Seth is a mega heel. Ludes for someone like Hangman, he'd just he'd really do him some good. And Seth Rollins is a weird one for me because he always seems to come out better off a loss. He's one of the only wrestlers I yeah. know who loses a match and comes yeah. out with more credit than when he wins.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not a bad point actually. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He's he's one of those guys. He's um, I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head, even though there are loads, and I talk about it all the time. Mm. But he's he's one of those guys who can take a loss and like it doesn't put him any further down the card. No, you know what I mean. It doesn't look like, yeah. like look at somebody like Cesaro who lost to Roman and then he was gone from the title seat yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. Seth, uh, Kevin Owens he's another really good example. Mm. E- either of those guys could just they could be away from the title picture for six months. Drop them back in it
2: at a moment's notice yeah. and it's fine. Yeah. yeah. And some yeah. they come out of, when they come out of a feud, even if they lose that feud, they come out with plaudits off the back of it. You know, yeah. look of Edge edging Seth in my eyes. That's elevated stuff in my eyes, even though we lost the majority yeah. of it. Uh and then for the last one on that one, I would probably go down the same route as you and I put Ron Breaker in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Him. We've got a in my ones. We've probably got a lot of flippy and uh, floppy talent there, do you know what I mean, you can throw yeah. around. Needs a bit of a mo- bit of muscle in there that can help. You know, hold the ladders or move the things around. So <laughs> he, he's my he's my TLC cane in that lot. I, think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love him, man. I'm I'm excited for his future. Um. Just want to quickly ask because you mentioned Edge and Seth, who's winning? Um. Who's winning in Saudi? Oh, Edge or do you think it's going to be Edge? I don't know. Yeah. Or... yeah. I'm in two minds. I think it makes sense for Edge. I'd rather I think I'd rather see Seth because I want yeah. Seth to move back into the title picture again. I'd British. like to
2: see I mean, especially with him moving over to um to Rory, he's a ready-made Oh shit,
1: yeah, yeah. I forgot he's uh,
2: he's he's a ready-made heel for big E, isn't he? But yeah, the only thing yeah, with WWE yeah. is WWE are well known for take a loss on your way out of the on the um when you move into another show, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so and also the Saudi Prince's They love all the nostalgia, don't they? So they'll probably want a big edge pop at the end.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Same reason Goldberg's going to beat Lashley, blah, blah, blah. Makes you worry about Roman versus Brock a little bit.
2: It does, mate, it does. Who
1: knows? Who knows? But anyway, yes, no, that was another good one, buddy. Thank you, Book Mm -hmm. the World, for that question. Okay, moving on to my very, very good friend, Mr. Mike Nunn, long-time friend of the show, always on it. Can't get rid of the kid. Um... Who do we think the best wrestler of all time is, who is not from North America? Ah, uh, easy good question. I'm going to let you go with this one first.
2: Dynamite Kid.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Innovator. One of the, you've fans. got You've got his name
1: in your bio, haven't you? You want him in the hall of fame?
2: Oh, should be 110%. <laughs> you know, yeah. if you, if you listen to Jericho, Red Hart, all uh, the hall of fame, wavy. Stars or already in the Hall of Fame, all of them say Dynamite Kids is one of the best they've ever seen, and I totally agree with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, completely agree. And not just from a biased British person no. perspective. Um I struggled with this because I don't know my geography particularly well. I was kicked out of geography in like year eight for being a prick. Um Is Canada can Canada Canadian wrestlers be chosen?
2: Mm. I think they're part of North America.
1: North America, For fuck's sake. Right, that means... I think I can so, I'm sure. Means, if I can have Canadians, and I apologise to any Canadians or North Americans listening because, like I say, I don't know my geography, Um, I'd be saying Chris Jericho. I have reasons. I think Jericho's the greatest of all time. He's reinvented himself so many times, but always stayed relevant. He was the ideal person to lead AEW and be their first world champion. Um, everything he's ever touched has turned to gold yeah he's not as good in the ring anymore but he's what best part of 50 mid 40s or whatever I think he's still incredible he he adds legitimacy to everything that he does my favourite gimmick of all time of all time was the list the list of Jericho was incredible
2: (laughs) Brilliant.
1: Um, I popped for it every single time even when you knew what was coming it was brilliant Um, if I can't go for a Canadian just to
2: confirm 110% you cannot have Canada because it is part of North America. Sorry, Chris. That.
1: Sorry, Jericho. I know you'll be gutted. Um, he's definitely a fan of the show.
2: Mm, I'm going to see Jericho next month. Actually, he's performing in the Cavern Club in Liverpool. So that's... Oh, fuzzy, fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very forward cool. to that.
1: Oh balls! I'm going to have to just go dynamite kid, <laughs> <laughs> just because it's the first one on top of my head now. Um, you can't have any Japanese stars, can you? Yeah, there's not that many that um that I'm that bothered about. Tajiri. Yeah. Tajiri, yeah. greatest of all time outside of North America. No, I don't I I d I don't know. There ain't many there just aren't that many Europeans. I'm gonna throw a curveball and say Seamus. I love Seamus. Hall mm-hmm. of Fame career. Um Howard I think everything that there is to hold. Um won the Rumble, King of the Ring, um yeah. Uh, I'm only uh, that's not my legitimate answer but it's just my like a last minute answer
2: Um, not a bad answer
1: I saw the word America I was like oh that's that's not Canada (laughs) if you're going for Canada there's loads you're going to Bret Hart as well yeah yeah. you know okay all right then Mike Um, thank you for the question I'm sorry that I fucked it up a little bit on to the next question I do not know how to pronounce this name but it is another long time friend of the pod so I should Gortum 03 Um asked, does AJ Styles deserve to be considered one of the greats? Yes. A million percent. I don't know how you could argue against this. You might argue against it. Um shook off the TNA stink like not many wrestlers have been able to do. Um you know, signed with a company that he turned down a contract in the early early 2000s a de- developmental contract. Um and yet he came back, he's had a Hall of Fame career in only a few years, four or five years, whatever it's yeah. been in, in WWE. He carried Impact for many, many years and made them as relevant as he could. He's had two great runs as world champion in WWE. Yeah, I I, I think it's yeah. impossible to say no.
2: 100%. And I think also what you've got to remember is, is he made it as a professional and also as a major name without the WWE machine behind him. He actually yeah. done that in TNA where even casual fans, if you asked them who AJ Styles was before he comes to WWE, a lot of them would have still known who he was.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100 percent And that's that's rare. Or it was rare anyway, when WWE had no competition, like mm. with AEW now, you know, I think a lot a lot more people are starting to know who Cody Rhodes is and people like that, aren't they? But yeah, um TNA was obviously seen as like a a bush league, wasn't it? WWE didn't take them seriously, but you think of impact. You think of TNA. You think of AJ Styles. Yeah, don't you? Hundred yeah, percent. Cool. Gortamo three. Thank you. I'm really sorry. Please keep no Please keep being a follower. I'm sorry. I butchered your name. Um, let's move on to a good friend, Mr. Rivers Blake. Another really, a really, really good follower of mine. Um, Royal Rumble 2022 winners. I'm gonna let you take this first, buddy.
2: Okay, dope. So uh, for the mail. I am going to go with Brock Lesnar.
1: Okay, that's fine by me.
2: Absolutely okay. Um fine. Reason being is I want him to lose with Heyman screwing him at the crown Jewel, And then uh, Roman Reigns saying you're not getting another title shot. Then he wins the Royal Rumble. Reigns can't um, deny him that shot. And obviously it looks like we're going for the WrestleMania match anyway, so why not? Uh, for the women, Liv Morgan. I'd love to see her win it. Heyman's um, mine, yeah. I don't feel like any of the other women need to win it i don't i think bianca won it last year so it's too soon for there don't think yeah. becky needed charlotte doesn't need it so i would go for a living finally hopefully let her have a wrestlemania moment which she deserves and the fans love her so why not
1: yeah yeah the fans love her at the minute it doesn't seem like they know how to book her um because as good as she is as, as talented as she is and as much potential as she's got she's still lesser. Bless her for trying. She's still not at a Bianca, Becky, Sasha, Charlotte level, is she? No. Rhea, even Nikki Cross, I think, to be honest, is Sorry. is on a different level to her at the minute. Um, so, as much as I like Liv, yeah, I think that I think that's a, probably the best choice. Like, look at the other options. Yeah, I mean, the other option,
2: know. a quick one would be Robbie Nikki as well, because Nikki, yeah. AHS, you know the whole storyline of almost the superhero. Should there really be when she realizes the potential and becomes an actual superhero? And yeah. she could win the Royal Rumble, and real, you know, they could revisit that storyline and get the inspirational finish to it.
1: Yeah, and really think outside of those names we've just said, like
2: Raquel Gonzalez, maybe
1: Dakota Kai, if she actually moves up, mm. um, Carmella, Zelina Vega, Dewdrop. There's not, there's not many, is there? There's not many. The Carly's
2: Carly, mean... Carly Zane would be a good one. Shayna. Yeah. I don't, I, think that I, I don't think they're ever going to go with China. I think with China's age and stuff, it's always going to be against her.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, I don't like to say it, but her look as well, she just doesn't, mm. she, she isn't going to be on the cover of games and on magazines, and that's not, you know, I think she's incredible, but we are realistic wrestling fans, and we know what Vince likes, and Vince wants somebody marketable, and Liv yeah. Morgan is crazy marketable. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my, my, my winner for the men's was, um, I was, I was a little bit torn. I'd like Keith Lee or Carryon Cross, and like give them something proper to run with. Cause, cause obviously their, their main roster runs have been pretty uninspiring at the minute. Um, mm. but the, the guy that I'd love to see win the most is Damian Priest. Mm. Um, the only thing going against him, like we said with Shayna might be his age. Cause I know he's mm. sort of like mid. Mid to late ish thirties. I think he's about Yeah, I think
2: he's got the, the one thing he's probably got going for him though is he's probably got him um, because he's got that Latino Yeah, you know, that might just counteract the age thing with him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely marketable. He can talk, he's great in the ring. Um people obviously talked a lot of shit about the start of his main roster run because of the whole bad bunny thing. I think it was genius. Mm. I was well up for the whole Bad Bunny thing. I didn't know who he was, but I didn't care. Oh. I knew he was a megastar. And it yeah. did great things for Damian Priest because he got eyes yeah. on him. They obviously had plans for him after WrestleMania and after the whole Miz thing. It went on for far too long. It went on yeah. for a very, very long time. felt like about yeah. six months. Um, but, yeah, I think Priest's got all the tools.
2: All yeah, the and tools just I think everything was going on far too long then, though, because I think they were kind of just pressing the slow button waiting for the fans to return before they actually done anything wasn't he at that point
1: yeah yeah the less said about that whole period Uh, things are a hell of a lot better than they used to be um so yeah cool another good question rivers thank you buddy thank you very much for that. that was a good one okay Rob O'Donnell what is your dream money in the bank match lineup can be wrestlers past or present Again, this is one that I had to write down. Um, you need a couple of guys in there for the crazy spots, for jumping off the top of ladders and through tables. So I went for Ricochet and Cedric Alexander um, for those. For the destruction and you guys, like you said earlier, your cane in TLC to hold up the ladders. Somebody bigger. Mm. Went for Karrion Cross and Keith Lee. Again, a bit of a fucking pattern <laughs> starting here. Um, big fan of those guys. I've got Damian Priest to win the whole thing. Um... And because he's a star waiting to explode, and I'm going to round it off with three, well, two experienced guys and one who's no longer with us. Uh, I got Edge, Seth Rollins, and the late great Eddie Guerrero, just so that I could see Eddie back in the ring again.
2: So what have you, How many have we got again? Is it ten? Is it no? It's not. 10. I went for
1: I went for eight because I didn't know eight. what format to go with, but six or eight.
2: Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go with um, the British Bulldogs. So I'll go for Dynamite High Flyer, High Flyer, Davy Boy, who can um, hold the ladders up. Set, set, I'm gonna go for Owen Hart. Yeah. I'm Pop Owen Hart yeah. in it. I am gonna pop Jimmy Superfly Snooker in there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pop Mick Foley in there for the crazy bump. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, and then I'm gonna pop in Ricochet, and I'm gonna pop in Keith Lee to get the rub off the legends.
1: Cool, so Keith Lee wins
2: it? Ricochet wins it.
1: Oh, Ricochet wins it, okay.
2: Rick, ricochet wins it, but Ricochet wins it by doing some crazy somersaults off the ladder and catches the briefcase mid-air as he comes down.
1: <laughs> awesome. No, yeah, that'd be that'd be brilliant. did we both have? Yeah, we both had Ricochet, didn't we? I just think I'd, I've made it very clear how much I like Damien Priest. Um, I think Damien Priest should win it for me, and I think the, I think the suitcase would suit him as well. Mm, it would. It would suit Ricochet as well. You've got to think that the money in the bank needs to be held by somebody who it looks right with them holding it, and also it can be um, customized.
2: Yeah, I'd like to it. see. I'd like to see. Well, look at David Sandow. He customized it, didn't he? Yeah. Into a satchel. Yeah. Still one of yeah. the worst money in the bank ever. I still haven't got over it, but yeah. I
1: know, I know. It had so much potential, didn't it? Oh, it's
2: one such so. A shame. Everything I think, that he um, did with the next- mid
1: was incredible
2: oh no next year i'd probably say donnie DeMarco. they would be a good one to win it yeah bring him off for nxt and obviously with the whole gangster gimmick he could have the briefcase and you know
1: yeah yeah i don't know if next when when is money in the bank
2: it's not until next june july is it
1: in july yeah i'm just thinking mm-hmm. is that is that too soon to put nxt 2.0 guys in there but i think we see i think we see bron breaker on the main roster before then so, so you never know. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. Rob, thank you very much for that question, buddy. That was another good one. Okay. Wrestling TKO asked, over or under 12 months for MJF to become AEW champion? Um, under. I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of MJF. Um, I think he's a really try-hard heel, and that's not the kind of heel that... He, for me, he feels like he's just Googled how to be a heel. Googled like funny insults, Googled insults for disabled people and just how to be edgy. It just feels like he's trying to be controversial for the sake of being controversial. Um, He's, he's good at what he does, but it's just not for me. Um, But I also can completely appreciate that. He is like basically one of the hottest things in the business.
2: The oh, of you, I think it's under 12 months, but I think he's brilliant. I think he's um, very smart, you know, he has got that type of heat, the the kinds of, you know, obnoxious heel type heat, but at the same time, I think he's very clever with it, and some of the stuff with Jericho and, you know, bits and bobs I thought were really, really good. Yeah, He's 100% got potential to be a champion, and I think AEW yeah. um, would be stupid not to give him the belt.
1: So definitely, yeah, definitely under 12. I mm. think probably, obviously... The plan is surely gonna be Page Hangman, mm-hmm. um, to take the ball off of Kenny finally. Um, so Page versus MJF to be the next natural progression of that, do you think?
2: I wouldn't do because it straight you know, away. In between. I wouldn't do it, yeah. I'd I would i would leave it a little bit and then I'd do it. Yeah. Um, you know, give give Hangman a bit of a run because he needs it. Um, yeah, you yeah. know, we've waited too long for him to be the champion. And I think if they say t- I mean, you could do it, you could do it pretty quickly and sweep the belt to MGF because people are going nuts, wouldn't they? And then the chase is on for hangman to get it back. Um mm-hmm. but yeah. it's whether you want to have MGF as a as a short term champion or you want to give him a real run with the belt.
1: Yeah, I think he needs to have a real, real long run, doesn't
2: he? It mm-hmm. was is. kind of and I found out yesterday his contract's coming up in this year at some point. So oh, really Because we actually see him be the first one to to make the jump over to WWE.
1: Yeah, it's you know what with MJF, it's really hard to tell, isn't it? Because obviously his character, you think, yeah, money, but you'll take you'll take the money and run. We know so little about the guy behind the character. Like, is he money motivated? Is he happiness motivated? Does he just want to stick with AEW and help them grow? We don't know Mm. because of how good he is at playing that that part all the time. Yeah. So I don't know if he's if he's yeah, if it's money motivated, then I don't see any reason why he won't go. But does Vince know who he is? Does Vince know enough about him, or is Vince just going to want to sign? <laughs> I don't know, though. But from if you're
2: if you're Vince McMahon and you look at him, would you not look at him and go, "That's money there"? Yeah, because he has got yeah. that kind of look about him. hasn't he? that he looks like he does. He, he should be on the main. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He's got he's got that look about it. Well, in my eyes, anyway, he's got that look about him that. Aesthetically pleasing, He's you know, he's a good looking chap, is he? Yeah. And he, the way he carries himself with the, the the scarf and everything. I think Vince would look at that and go, we can have a figure with the, the scarf. And you know, I think he'd run away with it. Vince loves
1: a scarf gimmick,
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know, he gave Jericho one. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: if he looks at MJF and sees a young Miz, then yeah, 100%. Mm. But it depends on if a lot of it comes down to if MJF can tone down what he does and if he's happy to tone down what he does as well. Because obviously, I know things are getting a little bit more risque recently, but Mm. maybe not to, I don't know if he would be able to, I don't know, just because he's so good at doing it. And you can tell he enjoys what he's doing as well. Yeah, yeah. So, who knows, who knows? But either way, we're both saying under 12 months for, for MJF to be AEW champion. Um, TKO, thank you for the question. Uh, Rivers Blake again, got another one from a from good friend, Rivers. Who do we think are the sleeper picks of the WWE draft? I'll give you this one first. Ooh.
2: Seth Rollins. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I don't think there was a lot of fanfare around his move. No, no, um, no, it wasn't Jeff Hardy,
1: yeah. Jeff's an interesting one because they've already put him straight onto the the poster, haven't they? Like the banner for SmackDown. Yep. So have, have they got something planned for him there?
2: to that was one last run.
1: Um, for me, <clears throat> I've already said his name earlier on, Ridge Holland. Um, I hope he's not just going to be a generic meathead just a barreling through people like lars sullivan briefly was um i think he's got potential uh i don't we i don't think we've seen enough of him in nxt for him to be on smackdown already though like all all of the recent call-ups have at least been there for a little while other than hit row and then are my other but,
2: but is, my that other goal, th- is that a goal is that a good thing though
1: yeah it could be yeah it could be a because, good thing because you he know, hasn't what, got back in his the
2: head thing, for- yeah well not just that but also us as fans the one thing like you know you've just said it before carrying cross Lee, It's like because they were such big deals on NXT, we expect them automatically to be a big deal on the main yeah. roster when you know what you've got to remember is they're taking a step up. So Whit Ridge and um you know Hit Row another one is they're coming in when they win at the top of NXT. So yeah. our, as yeah. fans, our kinds of expectations for them are not going to be up here. Yeah. And will that play into the, you know will that play into their favour?
1: Yeah no that's a good point. What do you what do you think we're gonna see from Hit Row on SmackDown?
2: I think Hit Row will get pushed. I think they'll probably go into something with the uh, line eventually. To, yeah. you know, it's a good little feud to have there. Uh, obviously, they think a lot of them. Top Dollar, obviously, was the, um, the host on uh, WWE's Most Wanted Treasures. Yeah. Mm, yeah. He was the host on there. So, obviously, they think a lot of him because why yeah. would they give him a primetime TV program to yeah. do for them? Um, so, yeah, I think they'll do good things.
1: The only thing that makes me question them against the bloodline is I like swerve he's incredibly talented but swerve versus Roman I don't know just I don't some... think
2: we I don't think we'd see a one-on-one match between any of them and Roman I think we'd just see it as it combines
1: oh okay yeah yeah faction versus faction yeah, yeah. maybe bring uh, you know, it, in
2: bringing Naomi yeah literally yeah. sorry took the words right out of your <laughs>
1: I took the words right out of your mouth because everybody's been saying it for ages, haven't they? Especially with the way that, I think that's what they're building to. I genuinely do think they're building to Naomi joining the bloodline because of the way that she's you, treated it from that.
2: Do you see it at some point? Now we haven't seen it on the on NXT yet, but Simone Johnson, for me, is the wild card in all this bloodline storyline. Because eventually when they do start building towards the Rock Roman, which we're probably, you know, hopefully we're gonna get Hollywood because I'm going. So, yeah, that'll be good. But, um, Simone Johnson would have a big part to play in that storyline when it gets there.
1: It's interesting. I haven't, I literally her like, her name, she hasn't crossed my mind at all since mm. she signed. I think maybe, maybe they've done that intentionally. Maybe maybe it's a good thing. I think she, um... Well,
2: she did have, she did have surgery back in November on, a, on oh, okay. the knees again. Uh, so she was out again, but apparently she's doing really well there uh, at the moment. So I'm always keeping an eye on her because I, the whole bloodline storyline, like she's got a part to play in that, in my opinion, somewhere along the way.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it depends on how good she is, how ready she is, how quickly they want to push her. Yeah.
2: Um. I mean, the thing is though, you've got to think this as well, is there's no need to, um, you know, when you say how good she is, as long as she can cut a bit of a decent promo and give a little yeah, bit yeah, of an acting yeah. thing, yeah. there's no there's need to get in wrestle. the ring in this. Yeah, in this storyline, there's no yeah. need to. You know, that would take a few bumps or whatnot. But
1: maybe a bit like um, uh, Ray Ray Mysterio's daughter, yeah, Alia. Alia, yeah, just like have For... her involved in the overarching story.
2: Well, that's it as well. And if you're the Rock, if you're if you're WWE trying to hook the Rock back in, right? You know yourself, right. you're a dad, the same as me, mate. We've both got daughters, right? Yeah. If, in our chosen profession, we were at the top of our game. Now, money's not an option for the Rock, eh, not a, an issue for the Rock. He doesn't need money. That's not what it's about. He, he comes back because he <laughs> loves to do it. Now, if he could come back to do his last final match and whatnot, but also give his daughter the rubber degree and an elevator, you know, he's going to do it, isn't
1: he? Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Let's just hope she's got even 1% the charisma that her dad's got. Because if she has, scores the limit.
2: Yeah, but isn't the it. thing is as well, which is interesting, is I know her mum is business partners with The Rock on the XFL, isn't it? And, um, which is the, obviously yeah. The Rock's ex-wife now, yeah, she's one of the yeah, business yeah. partners yeah, with yeah. him, and I was watching a, you know, like a press conference and stuff, and yeah. her mum comes across really, really well, and mum's got a lot of charisma and a lot of, um, you know, she's she got that if factor, you know, when she was talking to the media and stuff, and I was thinking to myself, well do you know, Simone's got some good pedigree here on both sides of the fence.
1: She's probably going to be shit now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like when two beautiful parents make an ugly kid or something yeah. like that, you know what I mean? It's just going to be it's gonna be awful. I hope it's yeah. not. I hope it's good things she, for her.
2: She does look like Rock Fanny Pack with her wig, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, no, I'm sure it's only going to be big things for her. If she can get involved in that Bloodline storyline then, yeah, I think it'll... Um, it would be good as well because it might... I'm enjoying the bloodline, but by the time April comes around for WrestleMania, it is, it's going to have dragged on for quite a while. Yeah. So it might, yeah. might be good to have some fresh blood come in.
2: Yeah, I think they've got like, to. They've got to tell a bit of a different story, especially because I think the start of that whole storyline leading up to WrestleMania Hollywood will start at the end of WrestleMania there.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe something with her and Naomi. Mm. Maybe Naomi comes in and after a few months six months whatever down the line, Simone's like You're you've got my spot or something like
2: yeah. that. Yeah, you're like, you're you're only in the blood you're not actually part of the bloodline because you're yeah, only you blood
1: Yeah, there we go. Writes itself, don't it? Writes itself. Brilliant Rivers, another great question, buddy. But you've had two now so no more for you. Um <laughs> right, John Allen, uh my good friend John asked, Do you think this is a really good one? <clears throat> Do you think some podcasters But he put in brackets, not me, so thank you for that, John. And journalists, in quote marks, um, actually like AEW as much as they seem, or is it just an act to gain listeners, subscribers, and of course, to make more money? Um, So I had a bit of a think about this, and yes, 100%, I agree. Um, What AEW do is good, do not get me wrong. I was not a big fan at first, um, and there's still elements of the, the product that I don't like. I think there's there, there's a lot of things that they can improve on, especially the women side of things. Um, but there is no chance, surely there is no chance, that anybody in the world, other than maybe Owen Hart's widow, hate WWF and Vince McMahon enough to suddenly start wishing death on their performers, turning into complete psychopaths just because a new wrestling company came about. Like This didn't happen when TNA started. You know, you don't get Ring of Honor fans like Mm. this. You don't get NJPW or Impact fans that are like this. I think AEW, because they're so new, it's very, very, very easy to impress their fans. And if you're a big fan of AEW, please don't take any offense to that. I don't mean any offense by it. Like I said, I like the product. I like a lot of their talent. But they're very, very easy to appeal to. They're very, very easy to say. Big bad WWE. You must hate WWE. You must love everything that we do, and completely mm. ignore our production issues and our not utilizing black and you know black performers and and female performers and stuff like that. Mm. Um You know, you could throw hundreds of ex WWE talents at an AEW fan. And they'll lap it up, it'll always be a big deal because they'll see mm. it as like, ah, yeah, we're we getting one over on WWE because their guys are leaving to come over to us. Everything's amazing mm. to them, despite those yeah. career issues. So
2: one of my uh, my biggest pet hate, sorry to build you up there. No, no, no so there, you're, mate. you're really on the bob. There is, you know, oh FTR, you know, WWE don't know what to do with them. Give them to AEW, they'll know what to do with them. Why will they? But well, since when is this t- show me Tony Khan's fucking C V, mate? tell me where he's yeah. been this great wrestling promotion for 20 odd years or whatever yeah. else so how will how does tony khan know what to do with an FTR that vince mcmahon doesn't
1: and what is, what has he done with them since yeah exactly. they, have, didn't, didn't they have a very brief run with the titles or yeah. what have they done since
2: mm, exactly you know it's like a very, bra- a bray wyatt you know i want bray wyatt mm-hmm. to go to to impact because i believe if yeah. bray wyatt is given the full creative control and you know able to build and whatnot you'll do a great job you know what i mean so i'd rather yeah. see him go to impact and elevate them because the yeah. more elevation we get in wrestling and the better these companies all become the better it is for all of us
1: yeah yeah 100 percent. and like going going back to the journalists and the podcasters thing like <clears throat> i've seen it more with journalists and i think we all know who i mean when i say journalists we mean the likes of Meltzer, we mean the likes of alvarez those guys i don't remember them ever being they they were always pretty much like I don't know if down the middle is the right word because there was just a WWE wasn't there for such a long time. Those mm. guys don't really pay any attention to Impact. Certainly not Ring of Honor. Obviously they pay attention to New Japan, but that's a whole different ball game. They're not competition for WWE. They never were. They never. No. They were never gonna be. <clears throat> they were never anti WWE, and now they are so heavily anti WWE and pro AEW and. <clears throat> Are mm-hmm. they on the payroll? I think that I think they're on the payroll. I've, there's been lots of rumors for a long time that they're on the payroll. It would make sense. AW have a lot of money to burn. They were a brand new company. They needed to get some hype. Why not just pay a couple of journalists to be favourable towards mm-hmm. them? I, I worse things have been done. You know, I don't blame them for doing it. I would probably do the same thing if I was in their position. But you know, like I said, there was there was never this much toxicity. Being started by reporters and by journalists and by podcasters in the past, so yeah, I I think I think it's an easy way to get people to like your tweets, to follow you out and subscribe to your channel is to just suck off AEW. Yeah. So
2: yeah. No, I'm with you on that one, mate. Um, I, don't, I don't. I just think like <sighs> the proof's in the pudding, there, mate, isn't it? At the end of the day, I feel like the likes of Melton are probably are on the payroll, but. You know, when you're saying journalist pretends, that's the whole point of being a journalist, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think you know. And podcasters, are, I think probably you need to define that a bit more clearly because, like, you know, someone like me or yourself, Chris, who are not professional podcasters, as they call it, or whatever else you know you want to say. Yeah. Obviously, I know you got a professional product. That's not what I'm saying, but yeah. you know, it's not your full time <laughs> job. Yeah. You know, we're going to say what we fucking want because we don't care. It. You know, we're wrestling with yeah. fans, and that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Where yeah. somebody who's you know, it's the livelihoods and they're trying to make money out of it and they're trying to feed the kids or the family or whatever else. They're potentially going to jump on the bandwagon with stuff. You know, yeah. and you know what? So what?
1: Uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If they want to pay me to be a fan, I'll be a fan. If they if they want to pay me to be a shill, if they want to pay me to be a plant in the audience, yeah, I, I don't blame them for doing it. I don't blame people for accepting it and doing it. But it is, I, I, yeah, I think it's 100% true. Um <laughs> you'll never get everybody agreeing on that. 50, or the AEW fans will say, oh no, 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 it's because they love the product and because the product's great. The product is great. I'm not saying that, but there has definitely been some bribery. Something something has gone on. Yeah. People have seen a gap. People have seen, as I said, like if I if I'm anti WWE and pro AEW in my tweets, I will get a lot more tweets than i would a lot more interaction than i would if i was just straight down the middle simple simple um cool so yeah that was another great question buddy thank you very much supersonic x do you think the women's division in wwe is reaching a very low point oh parts of it yes and i'm extremely vocal about about women's wrestling especially in in aw and wwe um the queen's crown tournament has been absolutely fucking pathetic Mm. Uh, the treatment of Zelina Vega on 9-11 where she didn't get to do the tribute to her dad, that was disgraceful and she must have been thinking why the hell did I re-sign and come back women's matches being pulled you know, before they're going out, all of these women's matches so far have accumulated to like 12 minutes which is less time altogether than um, Street Profits versus Usos from the other night from Smackdown mm. the other night yeah. That's that's absolutely shameful. This is like this is the first women's tournament. It's been dressed up as a big deal. The finals are gonna be in Saudi Arabia, which again is massive. They're crowning it's not just not just a match, it's the final of a mm. tournament that's gonna to crown the first ever. And it's being done in Saudi Arabia. Mm. That's obviously a big moment, but I don't care about it when you've got the the qualifiers and the the knockout rounds, whatever lasting literally like a minute 28, a minute
2: out of the Did you see, um, do you know <laughs> last week on, on SmackDown, right? The, um, the Vega match, the first one and Liv versus, um, Carmella, right? Both of them matches combined come to three minutes and 42 seconds. Roman Reigns entrance comes to four minutes 10.
1: <laughs> I think that's all we need to say on this, this question really, um, is the women's division reaching a very low point? Seventy five percent of it is.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think one thing I'll just say before we move on, Chris, is um yeah, it is moving on a slow thing. And one thing WWE are really missing the point on here is this Queen's crown could really change somebody's career and give them that lift that they wanted. You know, yeah. you only have to look back to Booker T when he won King of the Ring. Owen Hart when he became King of the Ring, you know. It can change somebody's whole perspective and whole career. Stone Cold
1: Steve Austin. There you go. He was never meant to win it. He won it, changed the entire industry. There you go. There's, you know, you're probably not going to get Liv Morgan changing the entire industry, but you're you're right. It can make or break a career. It can, it can catapult you into the stratosphere. Um, The top of the card in, in WWE and women's wrestling is being handled pretty well. You know, it's mm. it's the, it's a rotation of the same five or six women that we always see. But Sasha versus um what do we have this week just gone? Sasha versus Becky in the main event was a pay per view quality match. Mm. <clears throat> you know, the top of the card is still very good. I think they're booking it fairly well. I don't know. I would never have taken the bout off of Bianca in the first place, but hey, that's 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 just me. Um, so yeah, supersonic. Good question, buddy. I think it's it's safe to say that it is reaching not a very low point, but it's <laughs> on troubled waters. Let's say they're on thin ice at the moment. Um, right, I'm going to have to change this question to both of us um, because my good friend Russell Foz asked, and this is not wrestling related. I'm sorry, guys, but if I had the opportunity to have dinner with any one Coventry City player, my my club, my football club, uh, past or present, who would it be and why? It would be Steve Grizavich. i was just gonna say (laughs) the the oldest goalkeeper ever (laughs) everybody knows him everybody knows him i remember the 87 cup final he was like fucking pretty much i think we were drawing one all at this point or we might have been winning one nil actually and he was like up at the halfway line just like kicking the ball about just just like he was playing five a side with his mates Was like oggy what are you doing pal this is the (laughs) fa cup final um, he's a character man and he's still there, he's still at the club doing coaching. I think um,
2: uh, did, did Lee Carsley play for Coventry at some point as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, so that'd uh, be a big one for me, being an Everton fan, you know. Uh, of course. Mm.
1: He um Karsley was um I don't I think he, he had a brief stint as manager, but it was in the because whoever was manager at the time got fired. Um he's been I think he's been caretaker like two or three times. Yeah. Um yeah, he was another brilliant player. Um, so, yeah, Steve Grusovic for us. Been with the club for like 30-odd years. as uh, You know, ever since I've been born, ever since I've been a, a fan of the club, he's been there. So part of the fabric and the fibre of the club. What would yours be, buddy, as an Everton fan?
2: Oh, Duncan Ferguson.
1: I knew it would be Duncan Ferguson. Yeah, yeah gotta be.
2: be, mate. Gotta be. Well, I've actually I was- I've had a fight with him before, so he's an absolute cracker.
1: <laughs> I'm sure most Everton fans would probably say Duncan Ferguson, wouldn't they? He's a, a, a hero, a legend. Oh,
2: legend of the club. <laughs> Good
1: question wrestle foz nice to talk something not not wrestling all the time. Mm-hmm. Um right. So Danny Merlin which wrestler that has passed away hit you the hardest? They all hit me pretty hard. This one's incredibly easy to answer though. It's Eddie Guerrero and I can't imagine anybody else passing away who would upset me quite as much as Eddie did. Um Bobby Heenan, there's been Pat Patterson, there's been lots of names just over the last few years as well that have passed away. But yeah, Eddie, whenever Eddie's name comes up, I'm like, yeah, hits me.
2: Yeah. I'd say Owen Hart for myself, but um, believe it or not, I was watching the uh, Over the Edge pay per view live when he passed away, sadly, and uh, <laughs> I never forget it. And like, you know, you just get that feeling dread, and I was like, yeah. what's what's happening here? You know what I mean? Obviously, we didn't see it on the television, which was a good thing, but. Yeah. you could feel the, you know the energy through the telly and and stuff like that
1: yeah um and i've had who've i spoken to about it so far i've had uh, jimmy corderas who was obviously the referee in the ring at the time um, and the godfather who owen was meant to be wrestling
2: mm.
1: and as as the blue blazer um <clears throat> both of them yeah both of them it's really you can see the emotion, and you can hear the emotion. Even when they're like trying to say like really positive things about how great Owen was, you can tell it's, it still eats people apart, man. Even all these yeah, years see, later.
2: Do you know what my biggest thing of that whole night, what well, I'll never forget, was uh, Jeff Jarrett trying to do a promo with Deborah. I will never forget that as long as I live. Yeah,
1: yeah. Crazy.
2: Mm.
1: Crazy, crazy, crazy to still think. I'm, I'm glad AEW are doing what they're doing um yeah. to honour... Owen, um, I think people are pricks for saying that um, that they've done it as a shot at WWE, I really don't think yeah. that they have
2: No, yeah. and I think the one thing that you've got to look at as well is, you know, no matter take away the whole wrestling aspect out of it the fact that AEW are partner with the Owen Hart Foundation, there's going to be some kids out there and people that are going to benefit from this and, you know, in real life situations take away all of the bullshit and all like that, there's money that's going to be going into the foundation, that's going to be used for good causes, do you know what I mean, so why not
1: yeah, no, completely agree, completely agree, mate. Um, it's good, good thing what they're doing. Um, I don't agree with a lot of what AEW are doing, but that is one of the highlights that they have, have done in, in recent times. Uh, Danny, thank you for the question, mate. Good one. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark, my very, very good friend, Mr. Bastard, um, what is the worst gimmick of all time and why? Um, I've got a good little bit written out on this because I had to have a really good thing because there's been a lot of them. Um, so I'm going to let you take this one first, Andy. Say that one again uh what oh, is man. the worst gimmick of all time and why
2: um oh Mantor.
1: oh Mantor was in my top three so i'm glad I didn't
2: <laughs> go over it. um just because it was so stupid you yeah. know what i mean it was just so over the top ridiculous to cut ca- you know how can you wrestle in that kind of costume oh, yeah <laughs> yeah and the fact that they even put jim cornette with it was just hilarious
1: <laughs> yeah i think they just fall oh yeah everything that jim touches turns to gold nope no, no no not always um i went with the yeti from wcw um mm. which was quite clearly a mummy not a yeti um someone <laughs> was obviously confused or had never seen a yeti before or like, yeti yeah yeah i know what a yeti is yeah 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 um it must have been very close to the show going live or whatever or the guy going out and he's just wandered backstage and they're like Shit, that's not a yeti ah fuck, it's too late just send him out it'll be fine no one will notice We noticed. (laughs) We noticed and it was bad. Um, So, yeah, I'm going with the Yeti purely for the fact that it wasn't a Yeti.
2: Yeah, I think the other one for me was the Shockmaster. And I know, obviously, it was an easy one to go, but when I ever look at the Shockmaster (laughs) and he fell and his helmet fell off, take away all that, right, is... How, in hell, how was he ever going to wrestle with that helmet on? Did they even, like, think this through, do you know what I mean?
1: Of course they didn't. Of course they didn't. It was, it was literally, it was a Stormtrooper helmet, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. With glitter
1: yeah. on it. Like,
2: yeah. what? Just lazy. Yeah. That wasn't even a
1: bad gimmick. It was just a lazy gimmick.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't it? It didn't it even, good. obviously, you know, if they attached the helmet properly and stuff, it's like, how was he going to bump in that? Yeah, and even yeah. if the
1: hammer had fallen off, he still fell over. So it still would have been a bad... <laughs> A bad start, regardless. Mark, great question, buddy. Um, yeah, I'm going Yeti for that one. Um, H. Halwings, favorite Raw, SmackDown, or Dynamite episode that you've attended in person. So this one, mm. this one was tricky for me. Um, I don't know about you, Andy, but being in the UK, obviously, we don't get these shows as often. We get all like the mm. Revenge tours and all this kind of stuff. I went mm. to Raw about 15 years ago in Birmingham. Um, so I'm going to step this one up and say pay-per-views because I went to SummerSlam 18 in Brooklyn, uh, which is incredible. I never thought I was going to get the opportunity to go to a proper WWE pay-per-view. I went to Insurrection uh, when it was over here in the UK. I went to Newcastle for yeah. that. Um, but yeah, SummerSlam 18 for me. Saw so the, um, the beginning of The Man, the birth of The Man when Becky turned on Charlotte. Mm. Um, there were some things I did not like about that that show. Um <laughs> Kevin Owens getting squashed by Strowman with the money yeah. in the briefcase on the line—that was fucking abysmal. Mm. Um, and I actually popped for Roman winning, um, yeah. and I wasn't a fan of Roman at the time. Obviously, this was like three years ago, so two years before he did everything great that he's doing now. Um, and pretty much the whole arena was was against Roman, mm. but we were also against Brock. So when Roman won, big pop. Um, yes, so that was mine. SummerSlam. What was yours?
2: Um, I think probably I, I've been through a couple of raw tapings. Um, I think the one in Manchester, I think it was two thousand eighteen. I got to see Kurt Angle wrestle there. Now, for some reason, I always missed Kurt Angle whenever I went to different pay per view <laughs> and different raw tapings or different. I went to a uh, Capital Carnage one year and whatnot, and I was seem to miss out on on Kurt Angle. So to see him was great. The other one which was quite funny was a Smackdown taping in the Liverpool Echo Arena. I think that was 16, 15 or 16 and um, everyone's screaming, where's the network and Vince McMahon ended up coming out off camera and was like, you know, trying to round the clouds up because the crowd was just all he was doing was just shouting the whole entire tape. And, where's our, where's our network? It was when the obviously the network had been released in the in the states, yeah. but it hadn't been released over here at the time. So that was quite funny. And I'm also attending WrestleMania LA. I'm uh, going over there. I've booked. That's all booked and done for me. So obviously oh, yeah. that'll take over. And hopefully for us, Chris, we're going to get SummerSlam this year, next year in the UK.
1: Hopefully, hopefully, thirty yeah. years, isn't it? Since um, um, thirty years since Bulldog at Wembley. Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah, I oh, believe man. it's
2: going to be in cards, if I reckon.
1: Yeah, really, it is just... Is that the um, the Principality?
2: Yeah, I reckon they'll pick yeah. there because it's got a retractable roof, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Really, like, it has to be there or... what? What is there even football-wise outside of Wembley? Maybe Tottenham?
2: Yeah, or Hampton Park in Scotland if you wanted to push through up there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Wherever it is, it don't matter. It's going to be amazing. Oh, um, yeah. it's going It'll to be there hard. wherever you, it get, is. It'll be hard getting tickets. Yeah, man. I think they'll they'll sell out basically straight away just because Mm. of the demand and how much we've been craving and crying out for it for so many years.
2: Mm.
1: It's going to be tough. But yeah, yeah, no, man, I'm excited. Excited for whatever happens there. Cool. HR Wings, thank you very much for that, buddy. Um, Wrestling by Waldridge, another one of my good friends. Simple question, but one that he likes to ask. um, Favourite match of all time? I've said it many, many, many times. It was TLC 2 at Mania 17 for the longest time. Um, never thought anything was gonna come and, and knock it down. Walter versus Dragonov 2 from Takeover this year, it was next level wrestling. Unfucking believable match. Mm. Um but the one that that I hold dearest in my heart is Johnny Gargano versus Andrade from NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. Um, the storytelling, the in-ring action, Zelina getting involved, uh, Candice, LeRae getting involved, what Mm. happened at the end with Champa, and what that set up over the next couple of years, that incredible rivalry, my favourite rivalry of all time. Um, And it was the first wrestling match that I ever showed my wife and it got her into wrestling in a big way. Like She'd literally never watched it and she was sat on the edge of her seat. She got down on the fucking knees on the floor right up against the (laughs) telly watching it at one point. I think that was when Candice got involved amazing yeah that, that match means a lot to me um despite being fairly recent only what like four three or four years ago i think that yeah. that takeover was um so yeah johnny v andrade what's yours buddy
2: um two for me i think if we're gonna go for a bit more modern day i'd say the nxt takeover ladder match from new orleans it was an awesome match of all yeah. just like you know that's what happens when you've got a lot of guys in there who all get the spots in all click together great match. Uh, but the overall for me has got to be but a half is Owen Hart, Wrestlemania um, yep. you know you talk about storytelling with you know Owen being the um, the jealous little brother and all the thing that went over and the chemistry between the two of them in the ring and they didn't miss a beat obviously you know they wrestled since they were kids they never were going to really uh, there was no, no bad spot at all it was just step by step brilliant and then Owen getting the win at the end was perfect
1: yep Perfect, perfect. It's one of them matches. It's a go-to answer, isn't it, for a lot of oh, people? Oh, 100%. But for, for all the right reasons, yeah, incredible. Yeah, uh,
2: I always look, if you say favourite match, I mean, that's my personal, but also I look and think, if I was directing a non-wrestling fan to go and watch a match, which one was I pushed them towards? Hmm. You know, so...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way of looking at it. It's impossible. It's like the greatest of all time discussion, isn't it? Like, there's yeah. never going to be a universal, no. universally accepted answer. Um, no. It's all subjective and all personal taste. But I could, I can make a good argument for like ten different matches to be my favourite, mm-hmm. and all for different reasons. They're all different styles of matches. They're all different gimmicks, or, or yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, um, all
2: the difference, isn't
1: there? Yeah, Just the and they say. Yeah depends on what moon i mean i could watch that andrade johnny match any day of the week i probably wouldn't want to watch tlc2 all the time no. you know no. it just depends on, on how you're feeling um so yeah or waldridge very good question buddy thank you for that one uh wrestling asked this is a really good question and i want to get your thoughts on it first gimmick pay-per-views such as tlc Hannah Nassau, extreme rules how do you feel about the way they are done now versus the traditional way when we would maybe get like one hell in a cell match, but no mercy or, you know, like money in the bank at WrestleMania. How do you feel mm. about them having their own themed pay-per-views now, especially with how, how much criticism something like extreme rules got this year, mm. just recently for only having one extreme rules match.
2: Yeah. I think uh, money in the bank's probably an anomaly. I think that does deserve its own pay-per-view same as the Royal Rumble, because it yeah. means something that's on the line. That's, Quite significant, um, so I'd probably say money in the banks an anomaly. But as for the rest of them, Helen and Shell and all the rest of them, no, they shouldn't have their own pay per view. At the end of the day, Chris, you look you know, I'm taking it. You like to drink, yeah? Yes, of course. Yeah. You drank absolutely. every single day. If you drank every single day of the week, what would happen? Yeah,
1: yeah. You know totally.
2: what I mean? You know, yeah. it's it's one of them things where it should be kind of a little, you know, a little bit more, little bit rather than a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I love that. I assume you like to drink.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of, course, of course I do.
1: <laughs> what else do I do? I <laughs> Spend time with my wife. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I completely agree. 100% agree. I think um, I'd love it if we just had the the big four pay-per-views. Keep money in the bank somewhere, because like you say, it means so much. Um, it actually develops storylines. It gives you something to look forward to for the rest of the year. Gives that a bit of un- unpredictability. Um and yeah, I'd maybe keep things like King of the Ring as like a network special, mm-hmm. or or like a SmackDown special or something like that. Um, we don't need things like the Elimination Chamber because it happens too close to the Rumble; it just doesn't make sense.
2: Do you know what I mean? The, it, thing, the thing is, I feel it, like with these pay per views, especially like Elimination Chamber and Hell in a Cell, why do we need them? They shouldn't be pay per views. They should be brought nah. out when necessary. So, yeah. so to end it, the feud. The end of feud or to you know, if you've got somebody who keeps you know, back in the old days they always said you'd have the dastardly heel who kept running away or doing sort of an outside interference or whatever. So in the end it was like, right, we're gonna plonk you in a cage, and the reason they put yeah. them in a cage was to stop outside interference or to stop the, the heel from running away. There was no way yeah. out of this cage. And that's what I think like these gimmick matches are lost. Or the strap match was another one they used to use for that specific yeah. reason as well, you know what I mean? Tell um, the story. Yeah, yeah it's all to, but it's got a tie-in with the story and relevance. If you'd have it just every year, it loses that mystique about it, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and the trouble with something like the trouble with something like Extreme Rules, let's say every single match was an Extreme Rules match or a street Fighter or a No Holds Barred or a No DQ or whatever the fuck, they're all the same. By the time I've watched the first two, I'm like, oh, I'm probably going to go to bed now and just check these out mm. tomorrow. Like, yeah. I don't need to see the same match eight times. Imagine yeah. if they put every match in Hell in a Cell. Throughout mm. the whole night, if you are just like, I don't know, the, yeah. uh, the trouble as well with these gimmick matches is they're not short matches. When was yeah. the last time you saw a really short, like five ten minutes Hall and a Cell match? Mm. I can't remember one. So you'd yeah. have to have, you'd you'd be lucky to maybe have four or five matches on the whole card. So some wrestlers are missing out, some storylines are missing out. That's that that was the big complaint, wasn't it, for Extreme Rules? Yeah. Like, oh, why have a why have a themed pay per view if all the matches aren't going to be it?
2: Mm. It's even like people. Do you want to see in six now, elimination
1: chambers in one night? Yeah.
2: I know. You know, like Unforgiven pay per views and stuff like that. bring stuff like that back, it's mm. fine. You know, the other thing as well is like people slam fast lane, but fast lane is a relative because you're on the fast lane to WrestleMania. I've got no problem with stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it's when they started doing shit like what was it? Roadblock? yeah, uh, yeah. Great balls of fire. Mm. What the fuck was that all about? Yeah. Um so yeah, no, I think I think it's safe to say we're in agreement there um that we prefer the the old way, but there are certain pay-per-views outside of the Big Four that should be there like Money in the Bank. Um mm. so podcast, thank you very much for the question. Um my very good friend, Mr. George Booker of the What Do You Call It podcast. Do you like Slim Jims? What's a Slim Jim? Because I looked them up and I think they're a bit like pepper army. Have you ever had yeah, one? Yeah,
2: I think that's what it's like, a pepper army. I've never had one, but I done the same thing and it was like it is like a pepper army like yeah. some kinds of meat isn't it
1: yeah like a like beef jerky um, or something like that yeah. i don't know yeah some kinds of
2: dried meat i think but
1: i've been to america and i order american snacks like literally every month like 34 mm. quids worth just like you know like the mystery boxes and stuff like and that
2: Jolly branches and all that stuff yeah yeah loads
1: <laughs> of hershey stuff loads of reese's stuff but i've never i would never even heard of slim jims they look fine mm. i'm sure they're very nice please tell me in the comments if they're nice or if they're horrible george Thanks for the difficult question, um, Bill, Mister Bill White. What, what if the hokey-cokey really is what it's all about? Is it?
2: What would they mean?
1: <laughs> no idea, no idea, Bill. Um, yeah, let's say yeah, the hokey-cokey really is what it's all about. Um, right, let's finish off with a couple of, of good wrestling questions again. So this is a, a great one for you and me. We've already named a couple of them. Um, Top five wrestlers from the UK. Pretty sure I know what one of yours is going to be. Mine are William Regal, without a shadow of a doubt, would be my number one. He's one of my favourite wrestlers ever. One of the most underrated wrestlers ever as well. Uh, The British Bulldog, for obvious reasons. Nigel McGuinness is a name that is not talked about nearly as much as it should be for his wrestling career. People forget how good he was in Ring of Honor, his matches against Daniel Bryan, an amazing commentator as well. I think he deserves to be on the main roster. I think he'd be a great third man. I don't like three-man boobs, but I think he'd be a great third man. Um, but Dynamite Kid, as we've both said many times and why. Um, and Pete Dunne, because he's from down the road to me. I saw him wrestle when I was... Uh, I think I was 15 and he was about 13 or 14, something like that. Uh, um, literally, at the park... A little festival at the park in a little crappy made-up ring. I don't know who he was wrestling against. I don't think they went on to be anything. Um, I don't remember how, if he was any good or not, to be honest, but I remember the name. I remember the kid, um, and I followed him, followed everything that he's done. I love Pete Dunne, so he'd be my he'd be my fifth. How about yours?
2: Okay, so I'm going to cheat a little bit here. I'm going to say the Bulldogs. <laughs> oh, you're yeah, having that as one? Gonna, okay, fair enough. I'm going to have them as one. Uh, will you, Stephen Regal. I think he's uh, you know one of the the last really old fashioned wrestlers, and you know he managed to bring himself into the, the new you know new style, as it were. Yeah. Um, my old pal from Liverpool, Robbie Brookside. Robbie
1: Brookside nearly went into mine as well.
2: Yeah, and I think also for Robbie, not only for what he done in wrestling himself, but also if you look at a lot of the main roster talent now, Robbie's had to deal with most of them. And he's um, had, an, you know, an input into what they've done themselves. Doug Williams, I think very underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very underrated wrestler. He's done a lot in Ring of Honor, Japan, and all around there. And then my last one I'm going to say is Killian Dane, or Big okay. Damo. Yeah, yeah. And he comes under British because he's Northern Ireland, so Northern yeah. Ireland is part of Great Britain. Um, I think he's such an intelligent guy, and he's so enthusiastic about the wrestling business. So, that's yeah. man.
1: Yeah, uh, and just a thoroughly nice guy. We've both spoken to him, haven't we? Um he's yeah. one of my favourite interviews. Just a yeah. um, just just a really down to earth nice guy. And he only only had good things to say about WWE once he'd left. And that's I like that. Yeah. I don't see the point in shitting all over no. shitting all over the company. Like, he, yeah. got to
2: and it. can I have a honest on honor, uh, honorary mention as well for yeah. uh, Drake Maverick as well? <laughs> yes, yeah, see, see Drake Maverick really went into the mine sport. as well.
1: <laughs> um i'm i'm going on a podcast um next week and we've been asked to choose our top 10 uk wrestlers i've got all of those guys in there and i've got drake maverick as well yeah. um underrated great as rockstar spud great in tna um great general manager as well really weird putting him with aop but i think he was great yeah. on 205 um yeah. and the 24-7 title hasn't been entertaining for me since him and our truth I know, I know they're still sort of involved together, but since they were like mm. properly at each yeah. other,
2: that was when he yeah, was... Yeah, that was like, brilliant, didn't it?
1: But yeah. the wedding and all that kind of stuff yeah. and on his honeymoon. And
2: obviously, Drew is going to go in there at some point yeah. as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Seamus is... Mm. Not he's,
2: in, he's, he's, he's Sudden Irish, he's, he's not Sudden part Harris, of the UK, yeah.
1: Ireland. Yeah, that's why I didn't put him in.
2: And uh, Paige but, as well.
1: Paige, yeah, it's, it's tough, isn't it? There's so mm. many, there's so many. Yeah. Um but no, they're very good lists. Um Robbie Brookside as well, worth mentioning his daughter as well. Paving the way, you know,
2: is that, uh, the she's on the way up, isn't she?
1: Yeah, she's brilliant. I've seen her at a few local shows in Coventry, and she's really good. I
2: think yeah,
1: that he, he is she from from Liverpool, isn't he?
2: He's is from Liverpool, yeah. Sure. Five Zia, minutes over that way.
1: I think Zia lives or was living in Leicester, so fairly close to me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, I'm not sure. But yeah, no, that was another really good question. Um, who was mm-hmm. that from? That was from Ted. Ted the Hillbilly Heel. Thank you, buddy. Um, and the last question um, on the list is another really good one, a bit of a fantasy booking one. AK-47 PW, should AEW sign two more women for the top of the card and who? Um, so I've said no because I think they do, I know there's been a lot of talk and a lot of criticism and a lot of shit put on the women of, of aw and the way they've been booked but i think that's all it is it's the way they've been booked there are a lot of very mm. talented women there i think the, if they'd have had more tv time you know when we've seen them they haven't looked great let's be honest but no. i don't think they've had enough time to look great and plus mm. Obviously, AW haven't been touring, so they've not been doing loads of house shows and a lot of that has come down to COVID. Mm. If they were operating the same way WWE operated, would things be different? I I mm. think they would because up to this point, they've just been wrestling each other. And...
2: Yeah, I want to say yeah mm-hmm. on that one.
1: Yeah? Who would you sign? And I, think the... I would oh.
2: say Victoria would be the first one I'd sign. Okay, yeah. Um, Because I just feel like, one, she's, you know, a name from the past and okay. she brings some eyes onto that. But they also that? I feel... I love that. Yeah. And also I feel like she would help. She would help them along. Yeah. You know, which is what I think they need at the moment. <laughs> the second one I'd go for, if she's available, Paige. I think yeah. Paige would be a good one. Um, yeah, a good name. Yeah. I feel like she'd be one that again, you know, people forget with Paige being so young, she's got a wealth of experience. Uh, you know, she's been wrestling since she was a little kid and, Again, yeah. I feel like she could go in the ring because I feel like Brit's really, really good on promos and stuff. But in ring, I don't think like they're gonna have five star matches, are they? Nice. But you know, there's not a reason why they couldn't in the future, as long as they get the right. You know, for me personally, it's one of my. I done a thing for a uh, for WrestleBuddies on uh, my five things I feel like AEW need to do to compete with WWE, and one of them was like a performance center or you know homegrown yeah. talent. And I feel like to get that homegrown talent, you need to go out and get some established people to come in and help grow yeah, them up. Them. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, I'm a big fan of um, people like Ruby Soho. I love, um, I think Anna Jay and Tay Conti have got potential mm. as well. Mm. If I was to bring in anybody in like a Victoria role like you've done, I would have busted a gut to get um, to get Mickey James. When she was released by WWE, I was convinced she was going there. Like I know there was, I was a little bit like, "Mm, but will she just go where her husband Nick Nick Aldis is? Which obviously she did do, and she's doing stuff in Impact as well. But no, I was convinced that they would bust a gut to get her. And another one, which I think makes sense, obviously he must have had some sort of, I don't know, some sort of agreement with WWE to go back there and not go anywhere else. Because why the fuck didn't they go for Fit Finley?
2: Yeah, massively. Yeah, he has
1: been. One of the major factors in the women's revolution, women's mm-hmm. evolution, whatever you want to call yeah. it, trained basically all of those women. What well, you know what I mean? You know what I mean. The second he was released, Tony Khan should have been on the phone to him, and he could have come in 100%. and revolutionised
2: that division.
1: Really, really weird that they didn't go for him and mm. instead left Kenny Omega in charge of the women's division and the booking of it and and whatever's going on there, while also being champion. Like I don't, I can't imagine he has enough time to look after the women's division.
2: I don't don't think forget those that don't have no how they don't have how shows do this so they probably got a lot of, beats no. of the week.
1: that's what i mean they're wrestling against each other like before the shows in the ring maybe, maybe if that some of these women probably mm. aren't wrestling at all during the week no. No. so they're not getting the chance to better themselves that's why i think that's a good point with brit like she's great on the mic and i think a lot of their women are really good on the mic because they've had opportunities mm. to practice that but they've yeah. not had the opportunity to practice in the ring
2: um, and as we always say, mate, you know, there's only so far you can get on the mic. You've got to back it up at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, so AK47PW, thank you for that, buddy. I think that was a bit of a mixed one. I wouldn't sign anybody. I think they've got the talent there already, but Andy would. Um, and that's it. That's it, man. That was 20 questions. Thank you, everybody who asked a question. I will put them all up on the screen. And I'll put your handles in there. Really appreciate it. Andy, my friend, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Uh, really glad that we finally did this. Um, Before you go, though, before we wrap up, where can people find you? Where can they find WrestleBuddy? What have you guys got coming up soon? Anything big?
2: Uh, Yeah, we've got some good stuff coming up. I can't really say a lot of what we've got on. We've got quite a few bits in the pipeline. But, guys, WrestleBuddy.com is the place to go and find all our articles. Um, We're not just a podcast channel. We've got WrestleBuddy.com. We're actually on uh, Instagram, Facebook. Um, TikTok I believe now as well don't know why we're going into, going into the TikTok market <laughs> as well so um my kids will be ecstatic when they see that but uh, yeah we've had this everywhere but the main hub is WrestleBuddy.com
1: Awesome, 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 thank you for joining me buddy again Um guys thank you for watching, thank you for listening like I said at the start please hit follow or subscribe depending on where you're watching or listening to this it's been a blast, I'll probably look to do this again so keep an eye out I'll be asking for your questions again hit the link tree forward slash it's my wrestling pod. And that's where you will find everything, stores, blah, 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 blah. I don't have a website yet, but I'm thinking about doing it in the future. Thinking about starting a Patreon as well soon. So keep an eye out for that. If you want to support the pod, that would be brilliant. Um, And until next time, thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. And I'll see you again on It's My Wrestling Podcast. Thank you so much to my amazing patrons. I really appreciate any money that you guys give me. Every single penny of it goes back into making the podcast the best product that it possibly can be. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Anybody, if you want to contribute to the podcast, contribute to my Patreon, literally just need to go to patreon.com forward slash it's my wrestling pod.
2: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants. They all depend
1: on you.